Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of March 27th, 2023, season 5, episode number 12. This week we talk about Chrissy Hine and Courtney Love slamming the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their continued lack of women and diversity in their nominations. Weezer announcing their first season's box set and plans for 2023. Latest update from Rick Allen on his condition after his assault last week. And Lollapalooza announcing their lineup for 2023 and more. Plus this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. And on demand, youtube.com at rocknewsweekly. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of March 27th, 2023, season 5, episode number 12. This week we talk about Chrissy Hine and Courtney Love slamming the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their continued lack of women and diversity in their nominations. Weezer announcing their first season's box set and plans for 2023. Latest update from Rick Allen on his condition after his assault last week. And Lollapalooza announcing their lineup for 2023 and more. Plus this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. And on demand, youtube.com at rocknewsweekly. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as Dahlia. What's what? up, Dahlia? How's it going? Nothing much. We yeah. had a good weekend. We had a good week, yeah? Yeah, I guess. It goes by too fast. Well, we had some good weather yesterday, at least. Finally. Uh, it's the been weather's fr- been shitty. Yeah, it's been really bad uh, in terms of weather. I'm sure everybody around the country can uh, relate to that. It's yeah. pretty, pretty wild. So hopefully, wherever you're at, you're safe and everything's going good for you guys. Uh, Even, so. like, shitty weather for us, though, is really not that bad. I know. I know. Us in California talking about bad weather, and then everybody <laughs> in the East Coast is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So let's get to it this week, though. So top stories. Uh, Chrissy, Chrissy Hind and Courtney Love slamming the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their continued lack of diversity and uh, women in their nominations for another year. So they kind of spoke out a little bit. We'll talk about that. Weezer announcing their first season's box set and plans for 2023. There's a new update from Rick Allen on his condition after his assault last week. That's the drummer from Def Leppard. I don't know if you heard about that. I saw an article. Yeah, it was crazy. We'll talk like, a little. Who assaults him? Isn't he like some 19-year-old guy? kid. Yeah, some 19-year-old kid assaulted him. He was having a smoke outside of his hotel room. Anyway, we'll get into that. Lollapalooza, have you seen that lineup? Not yet. All right. Well, we'll get your first initial impression, impressions on that and more. This week in Rock and Roll History Trivia, Weekly WTF. You guys know the drill. All the social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it's all the same. All Rock News Weekly, rocknewsweekly.com, anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe if you guys like to support us directly. Watch us when we go live. Every Sunday, right around 1 or 2 o'clock, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. And we put everything up on the YouTube channel later on demand. So let's get to it. Lollapalooza. All right, so I'm going to let you look at this lineup. 
Tell us the good and the the good first, and then or how about the bad first? What you're not into? From and my then, opinion, yeah, just your opinion, just initial opinion here. Because I mean, uh, isn't Kendrick Lamar and Lana Del Rey playing at uh, Outside Land? Red Hot Chili Peppers is playing at uh, that Napa one, Bottle Rock. I think I feel I've seen Odessa on and nineteen on the nineteen seventy five. On a couple of lineups, it's like they're recycling. Yep. What do I think? Yep. Um, it's not for me. I mean, I haven't seen Lana Del Rey perform live before. That would be like the only. Well, yeah, I mean, just you know. I mean, I guess it would be fun, but I wouldn't pay to go. I feel like it's a very similar lineup to outside. I don't have lines. my glass. Oh, All they right. got thirty seconds to Mars. I don't have my glasses on. Thirty seconds to Mars is a pretty good one. And I'm kind yeah. of jealous of that. We don't have that at Aftershock. No, we don't. And that was one of the ones that I we was would... a request. I submitted a request to know. Aftershock, and they said, you know, great feedback. And I'm, so I'm <laughs> expecting good things. And the You're lineup comes out. You're expecting them to sign the band right then and there. Right? I mean, come well, on. Well, we had a request from Adalia Costa that you play. So Yeah, uh, that no one knows. <laughs> Uh, Chili Peppers, though, that's pretty cool, uh, especially with John Frusciante back in the band. I'd love to see that lineup. I haven't yet. Um, but that's about it. I don't know. It's There's... just meh for me. It's, yeah. It looks kind of diverse. So you've got Kendrick Lamar, and then you've got, like, Chili Peppers. So, look, I mean, I'm Portugal, sure the man, I guess, uh, would be kind of cool. Um, Subtronics, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, but really, I don't know. I'm not seeing too many on here that uh, I would really for me, be excited about. And I'm not trying to be a hater because we go to Aftershock every single year. It's going to be our 10th year going to Aftershock. Chris doing media. But the best festival lineup that I've seen this year was the Bottle Rock. Bottle Rock, yeah. I and mean, and it's all—it's completely sold out. It's been sold out. You can't yep. find a hotel anywhere. It's really good. They had to open up these grounds for camping, and I—and I hate camping. I feel like I it, was even thinking. I was like, man, I, if I could get tickets, like I feel for, like it's their best lineup they've had. It's Pro- the best lineup a, that like a lot of de- these. Definitely the best bottle rocks ever had. Yeah, you've got Smashing Pumpkins, you've got Chili Peppers, you've got like all the casting characters. A in. lot of the ones that were missing at Aftershock too. So. And ones that we haven't even seen before. Well, I've seen Smashing Pumpkins, or, but Chili Peppers I have not. I have not seen this. In, we saw Chili Peppers at Coachella in 2013-2014. And I don't even remember that. That was with um, Klinghoffer in the band and the other the young guitarist. So it wasn't quite the same. Anyway. Yeah. Pretty solid lineup for the headliners, I yeah. think. For, uh, for But the undercard. Where is this? In Chicago? Yeah, it's in Man. Chicago. And then you're going to go to Chicago in August. August Ugh. 3rd through the 6th. It's going to be hot and humid. I don't know. Suck. I don't know. That's not. That's that. This <laughs> this festival's for kids, man. This well, is for the youth. I don't know. I can't handle it anymore. I'm too yeah. old for it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like it's uh it's working for me this year. Mm-mm, no. All right, let's move on to another festival. Check this one out. It's called Four Chord uh, Music Fest. This is their ninth one. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's just kind of neat. Um, but it's of course it's in Pennsylvania. It? Oh. That's why. That's why we've never heard. But I thought this was a pretty cool lineup in terms of um, that kind of punk, emo, uh, indie, uh, alternative, yellow card. They're making their big comeback. First time they've... Um, oh, they're making a comeback, kind of like a new album comeback? Well, they're doing kind of a nostalgia thing, no? Oh, there you no. go. You like American football. They're on there. American football, great great uh, guitar players. The uh, Gaslight Anthem. I forgot about them. Yep. 
taking well, back Sunday. That's my birthday weekend. Yeah, so we'll just oh. fly out to Pennsylvania. Not for this. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can I can imagine being on a plane with you for 16. <laughs> no, it would be, it's It'd like be a, a six, seven what hour. What are you talking about? It would oh, be paradise. Oh, God. I'd be like, you're sitting over here. I'm going to sit way over here. You're, you'd have you're to do it like uh, Mr. T with me. You'd have to like, like knock tranquilize me out. Yeah, you'd have to hypnotize me, and then I'll be good. <laughs> you know, we could do the flight. So, If you ever see this guy on a plane, like, uh, request to move seats, because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, thanks, babe. Thanks for putting me on blast for my plane problems. <laughs> All right, what do you guys think about this one? So right. what music oh, festival? Oh, it's festival season. We've got all kinds yeah, of so stuff to look at. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff coming up. All so right, we've got a couple what's this here. one? This one's called So What. So and What? Where's yes. it up? So What. This one is in, uh, I think this is in the UK. No, this is in Texas. Oh. Dallas. I, w- I want to go to Texas. I've never been to Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think we definitely need to go for something. I don't think we go for this, but... I can't. Uh, maybe You'll something have like to, Austin City Limits. The or fonts and everything is really weird. I don't have my glasses on. Okay, so to... we got Pierce the Veil, The Used. That's a big headliner there. Um, what does Pierce the Veil sing? I, we don't even know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I've heard of them. They're one of those kind of metalcore groups. Yeah, you know? weren't they from like the early 2000s? Yeah, they were mid-2000s. They were, okay. Yeah, and, they, and it's been about 15, 20 years Neck since Deep's they've been Neck Deep's headlining. I've never heard of Neck Deep. Only 2023 U.S. Festival performance, though, for them, so that's pretty cool, uh, regardless. I think when Lil festivals Darky? get those. <laughs> Lil Darky? <laughs> Lil Darky? <laughs> yeah, Lil Darky. But uh, Thursday... Uh, Sleeping with Sirens, Sousin, um, who else do I recognize there? That's about it. Some of those bands you can't even read them because the font is like it's uh, all <laughs> like whoever <laughs> to be put all this, extreme, you know? Yeah, whoever put this flyer together, like not which, a very well done flyer, right? No, well, I mean, it, it's in some ways yes, but in other ways it's mm. like from like an ADA perspective, like I can't see like hardly out of one eye. So from oh, okay. an ADA some perspective, these, I can't even read it. Some of these lower um, <laughs> bands are pretty good too. Um, Upon a Burning Body, Red Sun, Jumpsuit Apparatus. Uh, there's a group called 68 that I recognize. Well, look there. at that lower, lower, lowest level. Like you How can't even look at that font on the. You can't even read I those know, bands. I know. How is this band able to get away with that kill switch, but he puts in X's instead of I's? Because no one cares who that band is. They're like, eh. <laughs> uh, bad Neighbors. Uh, poor Stacy, I've heard of them. But, you know, hey, if you're in Dallas and, and you want to check that out, it's, it's, it's if all If you're rock. in Dallas and you want to go do something and you're bored, I mean, yeah. June 24th and June 25th. You there win you tickets go. on the radio, yeah. Yeah, right. Check it out. It's probably reasonably priced. I wouldn't imagine it's too. too there are no festivals that are reasonably priced these days. Yeah, I guess like fair enough. All, That's a good point. Everything's like three hundred plus oh. for well for like multiple day, like even single day. Like we're going to Sick New World. Those are expensive. Yeah, they are. And we no, have general but admission. That's Las Vegas too. Vegas is just you know they get you anyway. Yeah. All right, so check this one out. This is uh, the Mudvayne tour that was announced. Cold Chamber, Guar, Nonpoint, and Butcher Babies. It's called the Psychotherapy Sessions Summer Tour. Is that uh, interesting to you at all? Uh, do you? Uh, we saw the reformed Mudvayne at Aftershock. Do you remember that? I did. Well, yeah. I was like walking to see or be somewhere else. But yeah, I remember seeing them on the stage. I wasn't interested. I've never been a fan. I'm not no. really into these bands. Uh, Mudvayne for me. Gwar's fun. Gwar's fun to watch. 
Yeah, I Guar mean, is cool, and they were really cool. We got to interview them. You were there for that. Yeah, no, for yeah. For Aftershock, that was cool. Yeah, I remember I posted the pictures on social media, <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. got taken down immediately. He had two penises on his character's uh, outfit, yeah. and uh, Facebook like saw them, and we They're didn't like, even notice nope. it until... Uh, I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, I guess, I guess that's why, huh? And Chris... <laughs> Because we missed the show. Chris was like, I want to get the blood on me. I'm not going to get the blood on me. I was pissed. That's whole part of the, the Guar experience. Yeah, it Chris gets... wanted to get drenched in the, the blood that gets thrown out to the, the crowd. It's awesome. Um, but anyway, this one's cool for... Uh, I, I think what I like about this is that I, I you get a good bang for your buck here. Like, we're going to be giving away tickets for this. Uh, you could get lawn tickets for, like, probably 30 bucks. And look, you get Mudvayne. Cold Chamber, which is cool. They don't tour very much. They're from the 90s. Guar, same thing. Like, that seems like a very kind of cool, heavy 90s thing right there. Yeah. And then Nonpoint and Butcher Babies, a little kind of bonus. So you're getting one, two, three, four, five, you know, five bands uh, for, say, 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. You know what's funny? If Kurt Cobain was still alive, we'd be seeing Nirvana on these lineups. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. I don't think, like, on heavy ones like this, though. But like, no, no, like on the festival line. Yeah, so but they'd with festivals, be, oh, they'd yeah. be circling back around. They'd be like with like the Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, that'd, doing be, that'd be wild. It's crazy <laughs> to think about, right? Yeah, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, Red Hot Chili Peppers all in the lineup. <laughs> so anyway, for the Mudvayne Tour, uh, it kicks off July 20th in Florida. Uh, we get a date here in California, August 19th in Concord. Uh, you guys can check out the details on their website. All right, Rock News uh, continuing with the update from Rick Allen himself and his camp on his assault. So Dahlia kind of heard a little bit about it for all of you that don't know. Last week he was assaulted in front of the Four Seasons Hotel in Fort Lauderdale, Florida uh, by a 19-year-old kid. He's uh, already posted bond. Um, He was arrested, charged of abuse to an elderly or disabled adult without great harm. As I said, bonded out of jail. So this is what Rick Allen wrote from his personal social media account. He said, Thank you, everyone, for your overwhelming support. Your love and prayers are truly helping. My wife, Lauren, was thankfully not with me at the time of the incident. We are together now and working on recovering in a safe space. We're we're focusing on healing for everyone involved. We ask you to join us in our effort to move from confusion and shock to compassion and empathy. We understand this act of violence can be triggering for so many people. Uh, He goes on to say, To all of the fans, veterans, and first responders in our global community, we're thinking of you all. Together with love, we can get through these difficult times. I think that's a really nice statement. What do you think of it? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, and what do you think of the whole situation? Kind of hearing about I, the, not, not getting it enough make information. Sense, right? Yeah. So, so I'm like form this. I'm like formulating a scenario in my mind. Okay. Okay. What do you think? He shows up at the hotel. He's smoking a cigarette in front of the hotel. So I'm thinking in my mind, he's staying there. This kid maybe had been working it's at there. Night. It's at night. Maybe this kid was working there earlier. He he wasn't. Shows- I'll tell you that from just the the data. He was breaking into cars oh. in the parking lot. All right, well. There, and then he just, goes, out of the blue, You, you could have let me him. just finish, like, my whole scenario. <laughs> it's not correct. So. <laughs> he apparently was breaking into vehicles in the parking lot. Mm. And then a lady tried to intervene, and he apparently grabbed her by the hair and pulled her uh, inside of the, the hotel. And, and is this the kid right here they're showing? That's the kid. Why are they giving him any recognition? Well, they have to show. I, I was interested to see what the kid looks like. I mean, you know, 
They were he doesn't showing... look tweaked. No, he looks like he comes from a wealthy family. Like they were showing pictures of him with his mom, and she's like a famous realtor or something in the area. And he, he's like some 19-year-old kid probably got tweaked out on something, man. Maybe he did. You know. You know? So anyway, uh, Def Leppard also quick update. They're uh, going orchestral on May 19th with the release of their new album. It's called Drastic Symphonies, featuring tracks dramatically reimagined by London's iconic Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, yeah, along cool. with new vocals and instrumentation from the band. That's that's pretty cool, right? They're just going to be all Def Leppard songs, instrumental, yeah. or like orchestra. Yeah. I don't know. Not but into Metallica. That? Well, Metallica pulled it cool. off yeah, on I their, think, the, what was I that, think, the symphonies, yeah, the disco yeah. symphonies? S&M, they did the S&M symphony and that was and cool, a lot of it was cool, but that they had a whole new album, so I'm like trying to picture, or imagine. Well, no, but S&M was uh, all their kind of like greatest hits. It was a reworking of Metallica classics oh, as anyway. a symphony album, so I think they're kind of going <laughs> the same route here. Yep. And they're going to do it at Abbey Road Studios with the London Philharmonic. It sounds really cool, so good for them. Good for them. All right, so yes, this was one of the main stories this week was uh, Chrissy Hind uh, from The Pretenders and Courtney Love um, kind of the ones making headlines this week as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to be going on very soon. Uh, Courtney Love, who posted this kind of op-ed uh, that was pretty in-depth. If you guys want to check it out, it's in London's The Observer. And basically, she really went into depth about basically, you know, the institution for its lack of diversity regarding women, minorities. We've all known that for many years, and just they're out of touch uh, with the rock and roll stuff in general. I wonder how it works if there's like a board. Yeah, I think there is. I think it's something like that. And like, how do they go through a nomination process? I like, know. are they getting paid off? Like, is it by. I think it is. You gotta I play think the it's game. All those I don't know. I think it's all corrupt, and who knows, right? Could be. But uh, Chrissy Hind was reminding her fans how lame she thought the Rock and Roll Hall uh, was, and still thinks this way. She says she um, recently. Then why are they talking about it? Well, why re- are they? Get- Listen, she recently posted. She was inducted with the Pretenders back in 2005. So she posted recently. If anyone wants my position on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are welcome to it. I don't want to be associated with it. It's more of an establishment backslapping. I got in a band so I didn't have to be a part of all of that. I was living a happy life in Rio when I got the call I was being inducted. My heart sank because I knew I'd have to go back for it, and it would be too much of a kick in the teeth to my parents if I didn't. I'd upset them enough by then, so it was one of those things that would bail me out of years of disappointing them, like moving out of the USA and being arrested at PETA protests and my general personality. Other than Neil Young's participation in the induction process, the whole thing was and is total bollocks. It's nothing, absolutely nothing to do with rock and roll, and anyone who thinks it is, is a fool. So that was Chrissy Hine posting, you know, kind of a story of her induction and her perception of the whole thing right and then courtney love she kind of uh she like i said she has a full op-ed on the observer but i'm not going to read nearly anything like that just a couple excerpts here she says if so women being inducted the rock hall then nominating committee is broken if so few black artists so few women of color are being inducted then the voting process needs to be overhauled music is a life force that's constantly evolving and they can't keep up 
Shame on HBO for propping up this farce. If the Rock Hall is not willing to look the ways it is replicating the violence of structural racism and sexism that artists face in the music industry, and if it can't properly honor what visionary women artists have created, innovated, revolutionized, contributed to popular music, well, then let it go to hell in a handbag. So, what do you think of those? Uh, kind of Courtney Love. Uh, Typical Courtney Love. Do you think it's, I mean, it's it's a little extreme, but I think it's uh, some good points No, I get too, it, right? yeah. No, I don't disagree. Uh, coming soon. Does it come with that terrarium? It does. <laughs> it's this little, um, it's a little terrarium it's statuette. It's got like a stone face. They call it a statuette, yeah. Oh, and, is that what that is? And the little thing slides out underneath. And you're able to put those uh, flexi disc records inside of it. Oh, interesting! And then they come with the CD. Comes with some artwork, a little prop up thing, uh, some outtakes, some rarities. Um, so yeah, four flexi disc vinyls, a statuette, some guitar picks, a cassette apparently exclusive cassette, enamel badge set, four litho prints, and more. So that's coming out. If you're a Weezer fan, check it out. All right. Hollywood Vampires releasing their first live album. Have you heard of this group? <coughs> I have not, but it's, I'm seeing Alice Cooper on there. Who else do you see? I can't make out. That's Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, I guess Tommy Henriksen, I don't know who he is. The, are, the... Um, and then Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm so over Johnny Depp. Can I just say that? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so... He's just like trying to make it as a musician so hard, like his whole life. It's all, probably all he's ever wanted to be. Yeah, is a rock star. Probably, you're probably right. I think Keith Richards is kind of like his little his hero. You know, yeah. he always dresses like him. And that's what he said his inspiration for uh, Jack Sparrow and a lot of that stuff was. So yeah, anyway, I could, yeah, yeah, I could see that. They got a they got a live album coming out. It's their first live album, uh, and you know, Alice Cooper. I I think Alice Cooper is badass and. Uh, I definitely like the the group for that, just because Alice Cooper's there. He seems like a really cool dude. So anyway, and they do a bunch of covers, like you know John Lennon, uh, some deep cuts from them, Spirit, Rolling Stones, The Who, T Rex. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty cool little live album. Sounds neat. It's coming out on uh, June second. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Hey Dad, you got anything better than water or Gatorade for my workout? You bet, son. I have the latest protein power drink courtesy of Crow's Milk. No thanks. I've had that protein-based dairy product that gives you the power of a crow before, but it's too smooth for my liking. <laughs> I have just the thing for you, slugger. It's the new Crow's Milk Chuggers. Chuggers, huh? What's that all about? Chuggers is still the protein-based dairy product that gives you the power of a crow, but now in a more unrefined, natural, raw curd sort of way. You mean like the consistency of chugging down a warm bottle of cottage cheese? That's right, Lalo. It's best served at room temperature, on the brink of spoiling. That way you activate the crow-powered enzymes and sugars to release your full potential. Here, try some. <coughs> That's the worst thing I've ever tasted, and the consistency was like oatmeal. But somehow I feel the power of a crow activating inside me. Whoa! Who's that cool middle-aged man that's dressed like a crow over there? Hey, bros. I'm Crow McChuggins. Here to chug down some chuggers with you to get you chugging pump. Yeah. 
And don't forget, Chuggers is best served warm when you leave it out in the hot sun for at least two hours to reach its full potential to release all the enzymes of those crow eggs and fortify those nutrients. (laughs) I think I'm starting to feel nauseous. Feels like a thousand knives are piercing my intestines right now. Oh, don't worry. That means the special crow powers are activating right now, fortifying your insides with true chuggers power. Dad, call an ambulance. <laughs> As we you say, say, if it doesn't, doesn't tear, tear up your insides and send you to the ER, it ain't chuggers. Rotien <laughs> <laughs> beast. <laughs> Trademark. All right, rock birthdays this week. Let's get to the birthday. All right, time for some birthday action. Roger Hodgson, the lead singer. Uh, or former lead singer of Super Tramp is 73. Look at him just posing by that piano and guitar. Yeah. He's just living his best life, I guess. <laughs> Looks happy. Living he's his like... best life. He got a nice little vest. Yep. Uh, all right. Looks comfortable. Yep. <laughs> Another guy that looks very comfy, David Grisman, uh, the blues, uh, bluegrass mandolinist, um, longtime collaborator with the late Jerry Garcia. He's 78. Still trucking. There he is. Uh-huh. Hanging out. Uh, Elton John. We were just listening to a lot of Elton John with my dad in the car. Yep, we sure were. <laughs> it seemed like damn near every song we heard. Uh, but yeah, Elton John, he's 75. Looking good. I'm sure he gets all those fillers and oh, yeah. Botox. And... Best care. Uh, Damon Albarn, yes. Uh, uh, I forgot to write his age, but he was born in 1968. So was that... Um, 55. 18. Yeah. 55? Yeah, 55. He looks young. Yeah, looks pretty good. Got a little mullet going. <laughs> a little gold chain, yeah, a little mullet. Damon Albarn looking pretty hip. Uh, <laughs> all right, Frank Ferrer. Yes, he's the current drummer uh, for Guns N' Roses right now. Uh, from Since 2006, he's been in the band. Wow. Yeah, so he was born in 66. Uh, we've got Nick Lowe. Yeah, wow. Uh, Nick Lowe, he was with Elvis Costello, Graham Parker, um, you know, just his own stuff. Uh, born in 1949. Who we got? Dougie Thompson, Scottish bassist from Supertramp, uh, 1951. I forgot to write the ages. Chad Butler, he's the drummer from Switchfoot. He was born actually in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. And now he's in an American Christian rock band. Like, what? How did he? How did he get here from, from there? What, what is he doing about? All right, it's time for some trivia. You ready for some trivia? I can read it. The lighting in rock and roll history. Trivia. Okay. Oh, I already know the answer to one of these from the choir right yesterday. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't know the answer to this one though. Okay. Um. This week in rock and roll history trivia, 1962. All right, what do you think here? These future musician superstars perform their first paid gig when they appear as Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys at the club at a club in Ealing, Ealing, England. Who were they? 
Was it A, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, B, Eric Clapton and Rod Stewart, C, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, or was it D, David Crosby and Joseph Stalin's hologram tour? Oh my God. Quit Stalin, let's get rockin'. That's awful. That was a that was a very short lived tour. I think yeah. it got I think it played one gig. It might have played this one gig. Oh my it. gosh. I'm gonna go with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Mm. Any reason? I felt like I heard that about this somewhere. Had that heard that story? Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys. Yeah. I, I can well, you're absolutely correct. It was Mick Jagger and Keith Richards performed their first paid gig when they appear as Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys. And here's a very young Mick Look Jagger. Look at him. He's a little young guys. chap. Young old chaps. It reminds me of the way Spinal Tap made fun of that stuff. It was mm-hmm. funny. They have the same kind of picture. Um, all right. So, oh, yeah, you already know the answer for this. But the, the listeners don't. So we'll just do this one as well. Okay, this week, uh, I, I forget why it was on this week in Rock and Roll History Trivia. I think it was Billy Joel had... Pl- oh. uh, just <laughs> you just keep ruining it over and over. <laughs> <laughs> what artist band below has played Madison Square Garden the most at 134 total shows as of 2023? Is it A, Billy Joel, B, Elton John, C, Fish... Or is it D, Cocaine Crosby and the CBGB Heebie-Jeebies? <laughs> You're so stupid. That was a short-lived tour as oh, well. Oh, God. Where do you come up with this? <sighs> CBGB and the Heebie-Jeebies. <laughs> CBGB Heebie-Jeebies. Uh, it's like my favorite part of the show. Uh, well, I already know. You already spilled the I beans. I already said it. It's Billy Joel. Uh, and check him out. Here he is. Look at him. Doing some air guitar or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> holds the record for greatest number of appearances at the Garden with a hundred and... That's why. It's because some recent show he did. 134 shows. February 2023. Uh, he said, Madison Square Garden is the center of the universe as far as I'm concerned. Pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Uh, Elton John's in second place with 76. Fish at 64, Grateful Dead at 52, and Bruce Springsteen at 59. But Fish does hold the record for the most consecutive shows at Madison Square Garden. They did a, a run called the Baker's Dozen, where they did 13 night run in a row, which is uh, pretty wild. It's exhausting. Their yeah. sets are so long. Do you imagine? No, you get sick of your own songs. <laughs> God, you're like, I have to play this freaking song again? (laughs) I hate that song. All right, uh, new albums out this week. Uh, March 24th, 2023, all these new rock and metal albums out from Acid King, August Burns Red, Baby Metal, The Bouncing Souls, Kruachan. Ha ha, you have to do it this time. Dawn (laughs) Raid, Fake Names, Fallout Boy, Floor Floor Jansen, Hate Sphere, Ishan. In Sean. Isan. Isan. Keep of Callison. Liturgy. Liturgy. Marianas Reset. Mork. Rest, babe. Oh, Marianas Reset. Rest. <laughs> Throw Mork. an extra E in there. This is Mork from Mork and Mindy doing a solo album. It's his death metal album. It's just Mork. Mork from Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Robin Williams from Beyond the Grave. Yeah, yes. I was just going to say, you know that's Robin Williams and he's 
past. Yes, I do know you. that. Nay Oblivious Scaris. Uh, of Sulful, Saxon, Seven Spires. Sulfur. S- look at this one. Subway to Sally. Woe unto me. Some great Subway albums. Subway to out. Sally. All right. Uh, Movie TV entertainment news. Cameron Diaz reportedly quitting acting again as uh, this, right. this new movie with Jamie Foxx. Uh, apparently things aren't going so well. Until uh, she's broke and somebody <laughs> offers her, you know. Jamie Foxx had a tantrum uh, with the, the crew. And uh, apparently, uh, her quitting says it has nothing to do with Jamie Foxx's uh, actions. Uh, it says, quote, This is why she retired from the business in the first place. She's already proven herself in the industry has nothing left to prove to anyone. She hates the drama and the confrontation that comes with working in Hollywood. So, I don't know what happened exactly. Everyone has an ego. Yeah. Everyone has their own agenda. Right. People are gonna clash. Yep. So I couldn't work in that environment. Did you hear about this story? Gwyneth Paltrow it's gonna have to. It's been in the media. Yeah. She's been on trial. For what? Some ski crash. Some old person. Yep. This guy right here. Supposedly, she crashed into him, breaking four of his ribs. Supposedly, causing bodily harm. Uh, she's countersuing for a dollar in damages. And allegedly that actually he did it, and she brought her kids this week to testify in the trial to give their accounting of the story. So who do you think is at fault? We won't get into I, the details. I wasn't but there. Just I'm not a juror. Just, we don't this care. This guy's like, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Who do you think? Just off your opinion. It doesn't matter. I would have to read the evidence. I don't know. I can't make it in front I of think him. he's being an opportunist about it. I well, think I think that too. that it was Gwyneth Paltrow that hit him. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make a big deal out of this. Loser. Yeah. He seems like a, a shady-ass dude. Look at those eyes. You can, those eyes do not look like trust. <laughs> they look like murderer eyes. Ugh. All right, anyway, but look at this. This one got headlines, too. Because apparently oh, the glasses. The Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. yeah. The, the glasses she was wearing are the same style that Jeffrey Dahmer and his mugshot had. And I guess people online figured that out and kind of uh, just started making fun of her for that. Uh, things dumb. This was a uh, kind of a big deal. The teachers' strike union. I was going to ask David about this. Uh, he's not here this week. But what do you think about this? According to the employees' union, their full-time workers make an average of twenty-five thousand dollars a year. That puts them in the same economic boat as the parents, eighty percent of whom qualify as economically disadvantaged residents of the nation's one of the most expensive cities. I mean, twenty-five thousand dollars a year isn't anything, right? Nobody can really survive on that. So how is a teacher supposed to survive? You can go to McDonald's and make more. Right. And not have to worry about getting shot or threatened by a disgruntled student. Right. Or attacked and yeah. You see the stuff in the media all the time. We're dealing with school shootings. 25 grand a year? Mm. I would be on strike too. Yeah. So more power to them. Hopefully they can get more money. They deserve it. Teachers are very important. Okay. Before we show you... The most dirtiest places in a hotel room. So, this is good. We've stayed oh, at many. Oh, this is gr- this is. Uh, do I want to see this? Yes, you do. <laughs> no, because when we, we're going to need to bring Lysol now. Watch. We travel a lot. We go to many hotels, and over the years, uh, we've stayed. We're staying at nicer hotels because my wife doesn't want to experience bad. And shitty hotels anymore. We've been there, done that. Right. 
I mean, there was one hotel we stayed at. There were cigarette burns in the sheet, in the in the the comforter, and in the mattress. It stung. There was like the cigarette burn stain on the countertop. Yep. Okay. Like no. So what do you? I was think? like sleeping like this. I was like had like all of my clothes laid out so I could just. What do you think are the dirtiest places? If you had to pick the top three, it, it, like number one, number two, number three, what do you think? Oh, I would think the remote control. Well, although the nicer hotels that we see, and they they sanitize them and they put them in the bag now with the tape, so you know that it's been that's sanitized. That's the nicer ones. Yeah, that's why we stay at the nicer ones. <laughs> but even at the, the they're saying uh, regardless of the co- cost and quality of a hotel, they say that these are the. Um, um, universal. I question the bedding. Well, I know that they're good okay. at the like hotel. The sheets? I know they're they're good when it smells like bleach, which is the, the nicer hotels. Like you have sure, like that sure. bleach essence, so you know that they were freshly cleaned. Um, I don't know. What's your third one though? So you're maybe saying the mini fridge, remote sheets, mini fridge. That's good. Okay. Uh, well, check it out. Let's show you. Oh, yeah, cushions. Kettle and coffee machine. We don't drink coffee. One of the big ones. Obviously, the hotel lift buttons. We won't talk about that because that's not actually in the room. Yeah, Um, carpet. But one of the ones you did say, bed sheets and pillows. Yeah. The telephones. The cushions and the curtains. Uh, Light switches, blinds, carpet, mattress, basically everything communal door handles but they say these are the top ones here um let me uh, scroll down just a bit here so this is uh done by the clinical microbiology lab at the university of leicester in england so this is in england um, they say quote as higher status hotels tend to have more frequent room usage a more expensive room at a five-star hotel does not necessarily mean greater cleanliness as room cleaning costs reduce profit margins. So wherever you're staying, take with you a pack of antiseptic wipes, use them on the hard surfaces in your hotel room. So that's a good point. Yeah. That even everybody's thinking like you. They want to stay at a five-star nice hotel room, so everybody's staying in those rooms. They get used more, more frequently than maybe some of the ones that are considered a lower whatever, right? Yeah. Um... They say taking your own slippers, thick socks, of course, don't walk barefoot on the hotel carpet. It's pretty nasty. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Just be aware. It's practically everything in there. We're bringing a can of Lysol when we go to Vegas (laughs) in May. Yeah, we should. Um, All right, some good news this week. I thought this was kind of cool. Ringling Brothers Circus are back, but without the animals. So it's all like stunts and stuff, right? So yeah, these those animals are that's sad. I know. And so in 2016, they were shut down after a long campaign by animal rights activists. Uh, and, you know, awesome that they did that. So they're going to do this revamp show with plenty of high wire tricks, trapeze artists, and bicycle tricks, but no animals at all. So, And it looks kind of cool. They showed this, like, digital representation of the, the new setup, and it looks pretty cool. So yeah. I think they could still put on an entertaining show without keeping those animals there. So awesome. Okay. Probably like less, like more cost effective, not having to care for all those animals. Yeah, that too, right? The cleaning, the training, food. training. That seems like it would be a very expensive trainer. 
Um, all right, so don't use these eye drops. I put them up on the screen, guys. For everybody listening on the uh, podcast, you can go to the YouTube channel or watch us on Twitch. It's a brand called Esri Care. They're called Artificial Tears. And apparently they've been uh, recalled because a third death has been reported from a rare strain of bacteria found in this recalled brand of eye drops. So there's not enough to worry about. <laughs> uh, 68 people are known to have been infected with the bacteria, and three of them have died. So Gross. pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, cases of blindness. Man, that's wild. So don't use that shit. I've never shit. even heard of it. Well, people need artificial tears. Some people have, like, dry no, eyes. No, I haven't heard of that brand. Esri Care. Yeah, me either. Um, but anyway, so it's distributed by Global Pharma Healthcare. So anyway, be aware, guys. <laughs> Guy Fieri says he doesn't wear bowling shirts anymore. What do you What do you think about this? For years, bowling shirts were part of his look. I and, forgot about that. And it, it was he was interviewed now, and he says... I don't even think I own one bowling shirt. I'm pretty much a t-shirt and jeans guys these days, shorts and flip-flops. I'm not a real fashion icon. So how do you think it started, that bowling shirt thing? I have no idea. He tells the story here. Check it out. Guy Fieri says, So in the beginning of the show, I get a call to do diners, drive-ins, and dives. They said, bring a short-sleeved collared shirt. When the show got picked up, that's what I had worn in the pilot. And he said, they go... or." There you go. That's the wardrobe, and it just stuck. So he he was told told to wear a short sleeve collared shirt. He brought whatever he had. It was probably one of these bowling shirts, and then they said, "That's it. You got to wear that from from now on forever." Oh, <laughs> so he created his own brand. He's like, "I don't have to wear these damn shirts anymore." It's right. <laughs> like, screw that. All right, check this oh, out. Gross. What do you think about this? I just said. With a two liter of liquefied butter? <laughs> Ew. That's like so it's disgusting. Fake. It's oh, fake. good. See, it's fake. Nothing surprises me, it though. It got you, though. It got you. Um, Corn cob crust. <laughs> it's coming up for April Fools, and uh, they, they're getting a little head start on it. They're actually doing this. The pretzel crust. Well, that's not far-fetched. No, I know. But they're, they're doing this to kind oh. of do an april fool's joke someone's gonna be disappointed that that's a joke <laughs> right? they're looking forward to the corn cob crust <laughs> corn cob crust pizza so gross that's so gross two liter of liquefied butter so gross anyway all right that's it for us this week guys rocknewsweekly.com all socials at rocknewsweekly give us a rating and whatever you're listening however you're listening we appreciate it it helps our algorithm and it gives us exposure Watch us live, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Our episodes on demand, YouTube at rocknewsweekly. And we will see you guys next week. Have a good rest of your evening, good rest of your Sunday. Have a good rest of your week, guys. Peace. Bye.